Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid, Red Florence. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you gonna pay? And his partner, Fader Top for Mecca City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. We're getting very close to Christmas, and my Christmas treat is, of course, the same Christmas treat I get every week. It's my man Grado sitting opposite me in the oh. virtual, the virtual realm. How you doing, my man? I'm all right, mate. I realise we've got a very big show this evening, uh, or whatever it is you're listening to the show. Um, so I was just going to kind of crack on uh, because I see the first correspondence is somebody putting me over, so I don't mind just going straight into that. <laughs> you want to head straight into that? We have got a big show because a good friend of ours, uh, Adam Shame, we know him as Big Shamer, uh, Coach Trip, he has an ICW. He is going to be coming on to talk to us, which is going to be great, great fun. But let's look at this correspondence. Who's first off? A big shout out to Frankie Kyle, also known as Kyle Customs on Twitter, who sent us custom-made wrestling daft figures of me and Grado. No, Grado, see when this came through the mail, I was like, what is this? I don't know what this is. Opened it up, and there I was in my horn. A wee me in my horn, a wee Bobby in my horn. My Bobby, wee Bobby in my horn, and I was, I ran into the kitchen with my Bobby in my horn, and I was like, look. Like, and, um, like, you know, my wife's in there and my mother-in-law and that. I was like, I was showing him a wee Bobby. Um, it was amazing. It was absolutely Mate, amazing because it's brilliant. It's, oh, it's, what it's a superb, man. Do you know what I done? I was coming back for the radio, right? And my next-door neighbour was waiting for me in his next drive. And he had a parcel. And he's like, ah, this is for you. And he's taking in everything for me now because I'm doing breakfast radio. And I feel dead bad. I feel as if I've got to kind of be a wee bit charming with him, do you know what I mean Aye. by that? Get him a Christmas yeah, card. Oh, like, so I, well, he was kind of like standing there with a the box and I'm going, stay there, I had no idea this was coming. So I was like, ah. I took it off him and I went, stay here and we'll, we'll both open it together and we'll see what it is. And he was like, oh no, you're all right, you're all right. And I was like, no, stay, come on, come on. And I'm not that nervous way, trying to be like, just yeah, 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 yeah. awkward, just going, no, stay there, stay there. And I opened it up and I went, oh, <laughs> a great old figure. And he's like, all right, that's, that's good. <laughs> And I was like, see, that, I bet you, and I went, I went, to, I goes, I goes, I goes, I goes, oh, I bet you think that I knew that this was going to be a figure and I just wanted to show after you. And he went, what? I goes, no, and then it just gets worse. I'm just going, no, I'm just saying, I, I, I bet you think that you, that I knew that this was going to be a figure and I wanted to show after you. And he just went, oh, cool, all right. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I was just like, no way, why don't you fucking keep my mouth running, man? Just say yeah. thanks. But anyway, <laughs> it is superb, man. Uh, aye, look at this, man. I, I, people in the video picture will be what you say. You got yours, I need man? to go get mine. Let me grab mine. Hold on. You can get, if you want to, um, go to Kyle Customs, Kyle with a K, on Twitter and Instagram because his customs are shit hot. Um, Frankie Kyle, this is the best thing I've ever I've ever received because he's got the tattoos down to an absolute tee. He's got my Hoff, Hoff sleeve and bay firms. He's got the bum bag stitched to it. He's got, it just looks tremendous. I'm not a big figure guy, but this is going straight up in the Grado table gimmick king that I have on my podcast. So and thank you very much, Birmingham. Let us see yours, Rob. I've not seen yours yet. Mine has oh, got my, my tiger mask going up perfectly. My my boa that I was wearing in the Wrestling Daft promo pictures. That's my my wife's uh, feather, my wife's feather boa for boa, uh, and it's it's just perfect, man. It's it's absolutely spot on. I can't. What move have you got, Grado? What do you mean? I've got the punch and arm look. You've oh, I've not got one of them. The take a snake arm punch. I've got. Nah, I, I I I I I don't really. Have you got any movement? Mine's just getting any tricks a bit later in real life. So <laughs> there you have it. So right. I, my, I, my, my mate, I sent it in my group chat and my pals and my first the first reply was my mate going, "That's the wrong body." <laughs> Just because there's muscles on it, and I am not defined one iota. But that's cracking that look. That is superb. And you see me there doing the punch. Alright. It was a wee straight horn. It was a little like a Nazi salute. I was doing. <laughs> GBL in fucking Germany. Anyway, big thanks to Kyle Customs for that. That was brilliant. A great wee gift, and uh, my wee lassie's been loving playing with that. Uh, uh, and listen, if you want custom figures, mate. Which could be a good gift for somebody, somebody you, somebody you love that's a wrestling fan or something. If you want custom figures made, you need to check out Kyle Customs. Kyle knows what he's doing. K-Y-L-E-K-U-S-T-O-M-S. Customs with a K. On Twitter and Instagram, check that boy out. We have got an email for Derek Walsh. This is what I meant by somebody putting me over. Right, we got an email for Derek Walsh. So let me read his email. Hi guys, uh, listening to this week's episode and you were talking about Undertaker's cameos and it reminded me of something. A few years ago, I think 2015, my little boy Ryan, who was seven at the time, was going to get his tonsils removed. He was a bit nervous, so a friend sorted a personal video message from Grado and it was amazing. I think he was on tour with ICW in London as it was filmed in Trafalgar Square. Grado was telling the little man that he, he'll be sound and should give all the nurses a wee boot and all the top-tier Grado patter. He was buzzing. I'll never forget that, and neither will Ryan. We really appreciate it. Top, top bloke. Cheers, and keep up the good work. There you go. That's sick of a guy, you know, that's the kind of stuff I do, mate. That's what I do for the way. Did you do the video for free? Uh, of course I did, yep, I did. Um, as I say, I have been considering the old cameo. I, I can't, I was talking to Stephanie about it. I was like, do you think I should date and just, just no tell them to? And then just put it on the site, and then if somebody comes across it, they come across it. But I'm not going to advertise it. Or do you still think that's a bit unscottish and a bit fucking? What did she think? She just went, oh come on, just put it up and don't advertise it. Just see what happens. She reckons I should just stick on a a, a polo hat and kid on him human curdy. Why don't you just 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 do it? Who cares, man? It's like you doing it. I'll do it if you do it. I'm not fucking doing it, mate. It's Are you definitely not doing it? The fucking beamer. I'm not doing it. But you should do it. You should definitely do it, mate. Do you say it's a fucking beamer? I don't want it to be a beamer. No, I don't think it's a beamer. I don't <laughs> I, you do. 
<laughs> I went there. I went there, but it's just I don't know. It doesn't fit my you. You do the video messages. You're a kind of out there guy out there with a. I'm a writer, mate. Rob, Rob, see if you did it in Burniston characters, there would be such good coin to make. You just get oh, the wig to make a fortune. You make a fortune. I've said to Ian Connell about that. He says, Ian, see if you just fucking did Jolly Boy John on cameo, you'll make a fucking oh bin load, mate. But he would. But, but see, that's not annoying, right? Sometimes dignity has to come into it. You know what I mean? But I'm you should do it, Gredo. You should do it. You should definitely do it. No, I'm going to be honest with you here. You just need to remember. See, it's annoying when you don't want to do stuff like this. It pisses me off because I look up to yous. Yous gave me like my first gig on the telly. So when I see yous no doing cameo, it fucking annoys me because then I think, oh, they don't do it. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. like, remember remember you stopped me for going on Gogglebox? Aye. Well, well, that was, you, well, I didn't stop you for going on it. No, you did. You said don't do it. I say, well, I did. I says you shouldn't do it. You've got all your acting stuff going on. I says to you, your acting career will never go any further if you end up being on Gogglebox. True. It wasn't like you were on, you're going to go on Celebrity Gogglebox. It was like normal Gogglebox. Mm -hmm. It was like Aye. Gogglebox. So you'd have been one of the Gogglebox punters and it would have been, you wouldn't, they wouldn't have, we wouldn't have done Endeavour, mate. You wouldn't have got fucking Endeavour uh, after no, Gogglebox. but look at Scarlett Moffat, man. She's on fucking blankety blank. She's a millionaire. She's got a big house. Oh, mate, you'd be better being on fucking Endeavour than being on fucking Blankety Blank, which, right. by the way, ended maybe 20 years ago, but... <laughs> I'm saying that because it's on at Christmas. I thought it's maybe returning at Christmas. Anyway, anyway, anyway let's back Savage. Big thanks to Spray Paint Scott, who has made a wanted poster appealing for Bingo Balance. <laughs> <laughs> a Bingo Balance wanted poster on our quest to get him on the show. If you have any details of Bingo Balance's whereabouts, please get in touch. We will make this happen. And we'll be making a public appeal next week for Bingo Balance Aye. if we get any joy on that front. Stevie's been in touch. Stephen has been in touch after last week's episode when Grado revealed he wanted his future bride to walk down the aisle to a violin version of Like a Prayer. And says, oh, I can picture his Grado listening to a violin cover his theme tune, crying into a packet of Monster Munch, thinking of that time he was in TNA. <laughs> Why would he be crying into a packet of Monster Munch, cheeky bastard? This is, I don't know how to take this bit of correspondence. Uh, it's a bit of cheek, isn't it? Greeting into my fucking packet of monster munch. I was in TNA, TNA. my Don't you That's, fucking it, it, It's, it's like, it's like everybody just has to fat shame me. It's like, That's on the breakfast this morning, they were giving away donuts. And like, the competition was you want a fucking tray of donuts, right? But the anchor's gone. You can win your chance to get a a, a, a pack of donuts, handpicked, handcrafted by Grado. And I'm like, why? Why is Adele no handcrafted them? Why is Adele no picked them? Constantly fat shamed. Quite right, Grado. Quite steep. <laughs> Never come on this show and fat shame my pal ever again. Thanks to Karate Warrior Two, by the way, who's pointed out. Um, a WCW show in Germany at a TV special in Oberhausen. They didn't send the right version of the NWA entrance song. Oh, so some German guy backstage had to recreate the Eric Bischoff sound bites on the house mic. I need to fucking hear this. Hold on. I've wrestled in Oberhausen. Have you? Mm hmm. And I came, it was me and Eugene tagged, and we came back, and the guy said they would never book me again. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Just want to hear, see if you can hear this. Can you hear yeah. that? <laughs> For life. <laughs> 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 
It's going to be a ribbon, it. That's brilliant. That's mental. I love that. I love that. Thanks, Karate Warrior 2, for sending us in that. Last week, we were talking about Undertaker's cameos, uh, and we thought we'd offer up. We'll obviously do cameos for you, so here's two for each of us. Grado, you're first up. Do this one for Ryan. Right, okay. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and if I didn't Undertaker's voice, well, no. I'm not doing my own voice in case this gets ripped All and right. put on somewhere. Oh, Daytaker's voice. Lennon is a Celtic legend and deserves mere respect. These young wans don't remember how bad it was in the 90s. Beautiful. Here's one for me, for Cemetery Girl 13, for Cemetery Girl 13. Odorous Lucille is the cutest dog in the world. <laughs> That's a good one, huh? Uh, Great, what's this for Calzo? You did your one. Alexa, who is... Graham Steveley and Stephen, this is for you. Don't stop, never give up. Hold your head high and reach the top. Let the world see what you have got. Bring it all back to you. Hold on to what you try to be your individuality. When the world is on your shoulders. Just smile and let it yakow. Fucking the idea what just happened there. I have no idea, man. This is maybe a bad idea. That's the Lyrics Test Club 7's bring it up. You didn't know that, Brab? I knew it was a Lyrics Test Club 7, but I, I'm, I also know that Disney saying S Club 7 songs just smile and let it yakow. <laughs> you want any version I fucking heard then? Believe you me, I'm a fan. The pun in. Now, this has now become a regular feature every week. We ask you to come up with some puns. This time, we want you to have some Chinese food-related puns, and we've got some, you know, the listeners have outdone themselves. Did, did, you, got... did you have a bash, Rob? Because I must admit, I had a bash, and it was, they were shite. The ones that I were coming up with were like uh, Chinese Buffy Bagwell and uh, <laughs> Sultan, Sultan... Chinese Buffy Bagwell is really good. Thanks, sir. I thought, <laughs> I can't go and say that. Well, so I had, I had like um, Prawn Cracker Mishinuku. Uh, what else? I had, I had Salt and Chili Willy. Chips, but so I went. No, you know what? The listeners are going to bury me here with with their suggestions. Well, so. let's see where they go. Right. Pablo's Vault of Horror first up. Wait, Ricky the Dragon steamed rice. <laughs> King Prawn Bundy. <laughs> and Sat Satavi Boy Smith. Satavi Boy Smith. Yeah. Stephen Prawn Strowman. <laughs> and the New Age Chicken Boys. Willie says brawn crackers. <laughs> brawn crackers, so pl plenty of prawn brawn stuff here. Alan says Szechuan man gang. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's good. Liam, Jerry the Peking Lawler. <laughs> That's brilliant. Callum is in with Walk Lesnar. Chris. <laughs> that, this one's the best. This one's the best. <laughs> Chris comes in with Colt Cabana Fritter. <laughs> <laughs> Big Benny, Black Bean Malenko. Crispy Aromatic Bucks. Oh, Chicken Balls Mahoney. Oh, good. <laughs> and Salt and Billy Kidman. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Thomas is going to the walk and Spring Roll Express. Jordy Coyle with salt and pepper shredded teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Mick with chicken chow main young. My God. Chris, the undertaker way. That's nice. Cameron with Szechuan. <laughs> Szechuan Michaels. Teriyaki funk. <laughs> Spring rolls balance. And ravishing rice noodles. <laughs> um, Bobby with chow mamian sandow. Mark with chicken balls Mahoney again. Kung Bo Dallas chicken. Chicken chow cane. Orange Cassidy chicken. <laughs> Two sweet and sour chicken and CM pork. <laughs> Listen, nothing's going to beat fucking Coke Cabana Fratter. That's ah, that was superb. That's the one for me. That's the one for me. Mm. Coach Trip, by the way, who's going to be on the show later, go in touch. He's got Matt Noodle, <laughs> Eric Fu Young, <laughs> Duck Hoy Sin Cara. Good one. <laughs> Star Friday Night Smackdown, and Charles Stew Hart. <laughs> Ah, if you want to get in touch with, oh, hey, what are we doing next week? What's our plan for next week? week? Is it time for the Christmas ones yet? What do you think? I mean, I'm in a Christmassy mood. I think we should just go for the Christmas one. Let's just go for the Christmas right, one. Let's just go for Christmas and it gives us time to come up with something for Christmas related yeah. next time. And if you want to get in touch with us about any of that or just random wrestling related stuff, you can get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us at wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. Now, every week we like to separate the good for the bad in wrestling. The, I'm not reading John's daft wee jokes that he puts in here. I'm not reading it this week, John. We're going to have to change the opening. There's big changes this episode. We separate the good for the bad. We bury some stuff and we put over some stuff. Uh, is there anything you want to bury and what you want to put over this week, Grado, in the world of professional wrestling? Right. I don't think I've seen any. I don't think I've watched one bit of wrestling at all this week. I, must, I swear to God. Well, uh, what we have to put out is ICW putting shows out. Oh, that's right. We've got to put out ICW putting shows out. Because I was like, when they announced they were doing, um, they were like, new ICW Fight Club on WWE and coming up, and I, and I was like, new? And everybody Aye. was like, new? What do you mean new? What do you mean new? And they're doing the Closed Doors uh, show for the Asylum, right? So did you did you know this was happening, Grado? I know that the tapings were getting were getting filmed. I think it was maybe about a, a month or month or two ago. Um, so I've not actually seen any of the finished product. I don't know what happens if they got crowd noise. Is it? How have you seen any? Aye, well, no, they've not got. They've, they've, they're just doing it. It's just very much like the kind of model, the kind of closed door stuff. It, it was very similar to the way uh, the TNA. way WWE were doing it. The way WWE were doing it right at the start. I saw the TNA, right? And cool. I and the I and the way TNA were doing it when TNA were um, letting crowds in, we just knew it was coming. So, <laughs> it <was kind> of, <laughs> so it was kind of like that. But I, uh, I saw their back, and people are in there wrestling. I don't know the ins and outs of how they're working it, but it's good to see that somebody is out there in the UK getting wrestling, new wrestling product out there. Good. For I, the it's promising, mate, and it? it's good to see that the boys are now starting to get work. And slowly but surely, especially with this Pfizer uh, vaccine being uh, what, thing with the day, and it's going to be rolled out next week. So are you going to be getting it? You're going to be getting it, ASAP. I will be getting it. I will be getting it. I should be getting it. I'm on the front line as a breakfast DJ, so I should uh, <laughs> should be entitled to a, a wee jig up by the end of the year. Aye, um, that would be good, wouldn't it? It would be brilliant. Can't wait. Uh, now John wants to put over ICW themselves. 
uh, and their new setup on the WWE Network. One day we can get the crowds back. I'm sure we will one day if you all take your vaccines like good boys and girls. Uh, and John wants to also bury Jeff Hardy, uh, the Swanton, and smacking his back, the back of his head off the steps. Has Jeff Hardy been jumping about like a daft again? Yeah, it was on raw. It looked like a Syrian. He's all right now, though. Fucking hell, man. Story's I mean, he's, he's probably about like 50, right? He's, well, he's, well, he's, in he's in his 40s. He's in his 40s. We need to find out with Jeff Hardy's ages, man. That's mental. What is his age? I'm, I'm, on on guess. It. I'm on it. I'm on I'm it. I'm going to guess he's 44. I'm going to guess that he's 43. And he is 43. Is he? Uh, 31st of August. He died the day that... He, he died? No, he was born the same date as Princess Diana passed. So What? <laughs> Princess Diana died on the 31st of August. But oh, he right, was born he 20 born years earlier. So he, Aye, was right, 20, right, okay. he was 20 the day that Princess Diana died. Mm-hmm. He was right. 20th. Oh, wow, man, there you go. Um, so, there's a wee fact for everybody. Uh, I'm, I'm not worried about uh, Jeff Hardy now, because no, I could yeah. I could dace wontons and all that. I'm the same age as him, and I could date and smack my head off the steps, and I'd be fine. Um, Willie wants to put over Kevin Owens at the end of SmackDown, even though he and Roman have feuded before. It still feels fresh now. Uh, I really like Kevin Owens. I did really like Kevin Owens, but mm-hmm. here's my problem is this, and I know it's always a terrible thing to say, but you look at Roman and Kevin Owens and you just think to yourself, Romans can fucking smash that guy. Thanks, huh? Oh, fuck I. I yeah, don't know. Romans, but... Romans just just dismantle this, this, this guy. I don't know, but I have this constant... I mean, I love watching Kevin Owens wrestle, but I have this constant uh, f- feeling, you know that feeling? That it just feels like he's always in a mood with something. Do you know what I mean? Like when I... When he's on Twitter or whatever, like, I feel as if there's all, it looks as if he's a mega stressed out guy. It looks as if he's got a lot of weight in his shoulders and he's got a lot of stress and he's got a point to prove every time he's on the telly. <clears throat> That's the thing where I get, what do you call that? No, what do you call that word? That's the f- impression I get with him. The impression. Uh, I just kind of feel like when Kevin Owens is in the ring where a guy that's smaller than him, he's, he's like second to none, I think. You know what I mean? He plays that part beautifully well. Um of being, you know, particularly when he's a heel. I love him when he's a heel in the ring with a smaller guy like a Daniel Bryan or a, or a mm. Sami Zayn or whatever. I think that's perfect for him. But sometimes just when I think when he's in the ring with a guy like Roman Reigns, who who looks like, I think it's just a mismatch because Roman Reigns looks like the traditional WWE superstar, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know. It's, uh, it's always a wee bit of a leap for me. I think it, I think it's fresh to have somebody that looks like that on wrestling. I know, I'm not arguing, I'm not, I don't have any problem with somebody that looks like that. I'm just mere meaning. What are you laughing at, Joe? Well, why do you think you, you, it's just have someone looking like that in the wrestling grade, I wonder? I just don't know why. I mean, WWE, a belly, man? You know what I would say, WWE need more guys that look like Kevin Owens grade, well, that's what I would say. <sighs> Absolutely, man. I'll be t-shirt workers, hashtag t-shirt workers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Willie wants to bury Matt Hardy turning heel when they build or near Even Bingo Barnless doesn't wear a t-shirt, know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry. Matt Hardy's turned heel, by the way. Oh, cool. It just happened. Um, Stevie, by the way, on that uh, subject, wants to bury AEW. He says, it's just so fucking bad. I don't get the big deal with it. How, how did you put on ITV2? Right enough, they haven't a clue how to put on a wrestling show. They had a good thing with all that sport wrestling and they blew it. Stop fucking sucking up Grado's arse. <laughs> Stop sucking up Grado's arse. Uh, he's right, but he's right. But I remember the day that AEW, because we were still like, we we're going to get a second series. I was like back and forth with a guy for ITV. It looks good. And then see when I see ITV, we're putting on AEW. I went, there's fucking no point even texting this cunt back, is there? Christ. 
Uh, and Stevie wants to put over ICW on the WWE Network as well. A lot of love for ICW this week. Dan wants to put over Kevin Owens on NXT to start. He's commentary spot of, hey, that's Candice. We're friends. Hi, Candice. As Candice literally is getting thrown into the announce table. She must be busy. And following it with taking the piss out of all the tropes when he was doing the Kevin Owens show. Uh, Dan just loves Kevin Owens. Dan, why don't you fucking go and marry Kevin Owens if you love him that much? But he is good. He's, listen, he's, he's a, a hellier talker as well, Kevin Owens. Hellier wrestler. Hell a talker, hell a mover for a big guy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, a total package. <laughs> Almost. Well, kind of. Bronze Cello wants to put Jay Uso and Roman Reigns, of course. Best thing gone, maybe the new and the WWE. New ICW content in the network, he's happy about that as well. And NWA is back on Tuesday. I bet Rab is as excited as I am about that one. He says, yes, I am very excited, but I need to, I am going to hold fire until I see exactly what it is they produce. Uh, Keith wants to bury the fact that loads of people had to come out and help Cody after a 53-year-old man put a submission move on him. Um, and he wants to put a Lance Archer on the babyface. Uh, I, I think it's a bit random, but it will develop new storylines in AE. Who's a 53-year-old? Taz. Taz uh, did some in-ring stuff. You're joking, did he? I want to see that. Uh, just, just put him in the Taz mission. Just a... Just a, just a uh, I, I get put in the Taz mission once. Did and, you? I, I never seen there, no, no. Did you go out? Uh, no, it was all, it was all kind of very. Was it, it was that kind of awkward? It was that kind of awkward. We done a thing for British boot camp, and we went to the TNA offices, and like they were telling me get you know wind ties up, and I was I can't remember what I was calling him. Like I was slagging his height or whatever, and he just like impromptu put on the ties machine. But you know that way, it's awkward doing stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like he puts me in, and just now there's near there was near reaction to MDLs. Like on the show, so we like, so you imagine six folks standing there, and then one wee fat man just gone. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? I'm just, and I'm going, this is just pure weird, pure. And I'm pure going, let me off, go off me, go off me, go off me. <laughs> is this in the TNA offices? Aye, I, I, I mean, it was filmed, but I don't think it's seen a, like, a date. If it did, there's somebody out there that remembers it. I don't think it did get put on there, but I just that pure awkward silence of a fucking wee guy putting Some, on fucking... Somebody out there must have the footage agreed of getting put in this Taz mission, so please get that to us somehow. Uh, Stevie wants to bury Miro. This gaming gimmick has been horrendous. It's not, it is not a good gimmick. It's just, listen, here's the thing. It's, uh, this is going back to my thing about wrestlers being on Twitch and stuff like that. We don't want our fucking wrestling guys to be into computer games and all that kind of stuff. Be like, I'm a gamer, I'm a fucking guy on Twitch. You're, if, you're, if you're a gamer and a guy on Twitch, yeah, there's a, there's a kind of stinky loser about you. You know, and I'm saying this as somebody who is fucking a gamer and is mad about games. Who, uh, aye. But I'm no, I'm no fucking big... I loved Rusev when he was big fucking Rusev, man. Do you know what uh, I mean? Aye. You thought he... I mean, when he first came in... Uh, to WWE and he first stepped up I thought he's going to tear through everybody here you know what I mean coming out in a tank Wrestlemania and all that kind of stuff I had sex with his wife in the tank before he came out and all that and now he's but, fucking playing computer games and having a wee wank into a wee hanky but you're so right but you know what I mean like who, who are you liking in wrestling these days the guy that sits and he plays the computer games the guy I like him him that plays computer games and no. you wouldn't picture that guy do you know what I mean you would picture somebody like um You'd picture somebody like um what'd you call him that was in uh You'd 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 pit, you'd picture your man out of um, the Undisputed Era. Because oh, uh, him that was on last week. Because I am gonna say it again about the Undisputed Era. They fucking, they fucking four skinny guys. I could knock fuck out of them. Mm-hmm. That's I the could problem. Knock that. fuck out of the four fucking pencil necks. 
They are, man. They're... They are the least intimidating faction that has ever been. Here's a here's one for the for the listeners out there. Name me a, a less intimidating faction than the fucking undisputed era. Then they four guys that look as if they don't even fucking go to the gym. You're right, mate. Do you know what? Even the fucking Main Street posse look more. They do. More I would rather fight the mean. I would rather Aye. fight undisputed era than fight the Main Street posse. But at the same time, they probably not. They probably know all they mad fucking holds and make you tap out. You know what I mean? But then what are they gonna do? And I'm jumping about your head. I see they four guys are like four guys you would see stoning at the bar in the cat house hoping a lassie talks to them. That's what the <laughs> undisputed era, they four guys stoning at the bar right along at the end because they don't want to catch anybody's eye, cause any trouble. They don't want Big Jester to look at them the wrong way. So they're stoning <laughs> at one end of the bar hoping, and, hoping that a lassie maybe talks to them. That's the undisputed era. <laughs> <sighs> Stephen Roche wants to put all the David Arquette documentary released last, last week. You can't oh, kill David sure. Arquette. A brilliant piece following the redemption of a man who was judged wrongly by wrestling fans. <laughs> Stephen Roche talk, talking as if it's like fucking I know. making a murderer or something. <laughs> Mate, as if he's like for years, he's woke up every morning. This guy going. deserves his liberty. <laughs> the wrestling fans treated him like he was a pariah. <laughs> Don't you fucking worry about David Arquette, Stephen Roche, he's fine. He's a fucking movie star, man. Ben wants to put her Vicky Guerrero for doing a promo on Brandy, saying that Brandy only got where she was due to nepotism <laughs> without a hint of irony. <laughs> and uh, he wants to bury anywhere that does a best of 2020 when there's still a month to go. Well, mm. I think we are about to do a best of 2020 later in the show. <laughs> Let's move on to the Patreon. Tell them, Gradle. Tell the Patreon is simple as this. You can get more Wrestling Daft content at patreon.com forward slash Wrestling Daft. You can even get signed up for a year as a wee Christmas present to yourself. We've set up three tiers. You know them by now, but I'm going to talk about them again. You can choose to get involved at patreon.com forward slash Wrestling Daft. And tier one is the Cruiserweight Champion, four bucks a month. Patreon only in video chat communities, add free versions of all episodes early access, random bonus content, a video version of the Marks podcast, and you get to get to vote on what you want to see featured in the list of Wrestling Daft and for the Marks Fantasy Booking Island. $10 a month for the Intercontinental Champion, and you're going to get everything in Tier 1 as well as a video version of the podcast each week. Bonus episode. Bonus episodes, should I say, up there just now, you can get Rabone Wrestling, you can get the first two parts to the Gradle, it's your style story, and the RF video shoot interview I've done with Rab, plus they're going to be a new dafty's gone up this weekend as the Marks argue over the best and worst wrestler match and moment of the month. Sorry, I, I, I didn't mean I was laughing at myself there. And we have some very special ones planned for Christmas and hopefully you can join the Patreon pay-per-view parties. Tier 3, you're the World Heavyweight Champion, which is $20 a month. You get everything in the previous tiers, as well as a free wrestler daft shirt that's any of your choice. But you must sign up for a minimum of three months. Plus, you get to feature on one of our shows as one of our marks. I'll do a run-in on the show, so if you fancy that, becoming one of our patrons, Again, sign up patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft as we would love to welcome you to the roster. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time now for a very, very special run-in. 
because we're not letting any marks or fucking straws run in this week. This time, well, it's a good friend of ours that's running in. This isn't somebody running into attackers. This is somebody coming in to make the save. <laughs> we are going to be reminiscing about the, go- the old days a wee bit, the good old days. You will know him most commonly as Coach Trip from ICW. We know him as Adam Shame, Big Shamer himself. Here he is, running on in, connecting to the audio. His image there on the Zoom is him and his Adam Shame get up. Big Shamer laying down some big hits. Who's he fighting there? The Paisley Wrecking Machine is here. Can you hear us? Aye! Aye, there we go. Fucking yeah, in there. Uh, Right, Right, so first of all, what do you want us to call you on this interview? Do you want to be called Coach Trip? Do you want to be called Shamer? What do you want to get? What do you want to get called? We don't want to get. Just Adam. Adam, everybody calls everybody calls you Shamer, don't they? Really? Aye, aye. You're the Shamer. That's what, that's what I'm known as. You. That's my team Florence name, isn't it? So it sure is. It what, sure is. Do the boys call you Coach Trip now? Like even just at shows, you get called Coach. Yeah, coach. Is but it? Honestly, it's it's actually weird. It's so weird. That is weird. Even, I, nah, you're always Shamer to me. What was the ICW tapings like? Did you was you on them? Aye, I done them. So what happened? Tell us all about it. Uh, well. You can you get taken in, right? And then you get your temperature checked and all that, and then you had to go through all the paperwork and uh, tell them about uh, if you had any underlying issues or anything or any symptoms, and then they kind of usher you out of this kind of wee bake-off tent that's right. in the asylum uh, where you've got to go in and kind of get ready and you're away from everybody else, and you're in your own wee bubble. Right. I mean, you're away from, from everything. And you've got your mask on the whole time. And the only sort of time I took the mask off was just before I walked out the entrance um, for the, the intro. And it and was then, like, any crowd and all that, I know. Oh, no, it's, it's, it, it feels pure weird, right? But see, watching it back, once you put what, Billy and Jamie on the tapet, it's fine. I think, I think it's probably easier for the likes of, I don't know, right? But I reckon, see, because... <laughs> It's a Scottish company, right? And a lot of the wrestlers have got good characters and they can talk and they can get the platter. I think that's I think that's definitely an advantage we've got for some reason. Do you get what I mean by that, Rab? Aye, aye. Because it's Mate, like... I never, I never shut up during it. I was, that's what I'm saying. And, I was and constant. That's, and that's probably part of watching it. I know you're getting to hear folk fucking all the, all the smack talk and all that. Can I carry on all the, all the kind of back and forth shit with one and all? Oh, I, I was loving that. that. I just kept trying to break everybody. I said that before though, didn't I? I said it's like this is like a new a new thing they've never really done before in wrestling. We've got a chance to hear people talking in the ring. Because obviously Roman Reigns has been doing a load a load of that stuff, a load of fucking talking mate, in the ring and stuff, you know what I mean? Mate, that's the big that's the big one. I I, I, I did think of that. I, I think I'd watched Roman Reigns and the talking he was doing in the matches, and I was like, oh, wow. I'm like, there is really a good opportunity for it to pack all this up. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? So like, during the matches we were doing, I was kind of ushering. Uh, Jason run and kind of giving him a wee team talk in front yeah. of the camera because I knew the camera was picking up everything and every sound bite. Aye, They weren't getting it in the ring, so I thought it added to the experience. It right, let's, bla- let's blast right back to the past then. When did we all first meet? What year was it? I'm, I'm shite with the years. What year was it? Oh, God. He's obviously uh, used to. Used, I'm talking about when did I came in? I came in. What year would that have been? Oh, four. But we and Shamer were probably oh. You were a lowlander, Grado. 
Aye. Shema, when I came in, you were in a programme with, who were you? I'm trying to think what. Well, I was, you... I think I was, was I no tagging with hatred? You were in a tag team uh, called you, Total you Annihilation. That's right. The first, in fact, do you know what? The first time I met you, Shema, it was SCW, Scottish Championship Wrestling. It was at the Greenock Town Hall, and I was selling wrestling tapes for Simania. And I'm sure you came out and you bought a tape for your nana. <laughs> you said you were buying <laughs> And you called her, you went, I'm here to pick up a video for Nana Shame. <laughs> you called her Nana Shame, didn't you? Ah, like, I asked what she was known as. <laughs> She loved the gimmick. <laughs> she loved the gimmick. <laughs> that was a. F- was that your? Was that your first match in Greenockton Hall? Or did you? Because you went down to Hammerlock to train, didn't you? So what was? Aye. What was? This, what, what was the actual? Like, when was your first match? Was it that day? Uh, no, I had matches at Hammerlock, uh, but I'd, I'd say probably seriously in front of like a decent crowd. Of it was up here. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. No, I mean I. As a debut, what was a debut? Was it a tip? I think it was a tag match, Paul. I, I think it was against the Avery Brothers. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember them, the, 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 the Newcastle boys. Aye, aye, they were like the Hardys, like the Newcastle aye, I Hardys. Aye, aye. I remember there was aye. Les, the promoter. Oh, right. so see, during the match, right? So during the match, right, I took one of the boys out, right? And it was, I think it was false count anywhere, which for a, a debut, and uh, I clocked this pedal bin, right? Aye. So I put the boys head flat on top of the pedal bin. <laughs> <laughs> and I just kept going as if I was a drummer in a band. Just going boom, 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 boom. <laughs> oh. Honestly, I think all 19 fans in attendance loved it. <laughs> because it was, do you remember like, when when you think about it now, right, there was Kenny Morrison that promoted, right, and what did he actually do to promote a show? We had like a, a fan forum on the internet, but apart from that, was it not just a couple of posters running about the two and even then the posters was in like fucking Times New Roman, wasn't it? It was like pure, you wouldn't have looked twice at one of these posters that he'd done and then we would be surprised that only fucking 30 folk would turn up. And, and yeah, a big, could... big massive town hall at like Greenock Town Hall, which is pure majestic. Oh, it was a, it was a crying venue. Mm-hmm. But do you ever remember that we, 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 we promoted there like two or three times and honestly like... There's nobody in the crowd, and then I remember who was it that ran a show? Like Spinner McKenzie ran a show, and it was about fucking 10,000 folk there. All these folk with a blow up hammers and stuff. Aye, 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 aye. So there was a, so when I when SWA, you were getting amazing numbers though. I remember it was like it was a decent amount of people were coming it, every month to. It like, did pick right. up, man. It, it did. did, it really did pick up. I think it ended up we were averaging like 400. No, I mean, and that's like the Samart Busby was hoarding for Hunter. Um, Greenock Town Hall, we ended up opening up the stairs and stuff. You were getting four, five, six Hunter, minging out there, and what like, you're thinking, all oh, the bottom's full, and you were going out and just looking up, and the tap was, they were right at the tap. It was amazing, Greenock Town Hall. But, but you see, a shame. Tell us the story, right? Because what actually happened, because there was SCW, there was Kenny Morrison, right? They were running shows at Greenock Town Hall. And then it went to SWA. It was like you, Con, and Sabotage. I can't remember if there was somebody else. Was it maybe Magic? Canyon. Canyon. Aye. Canyon. What did you do to, to, get, the, to get the company? Uh, we just went to Kenny's door and told him we'll take the company. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was as simple as that. And I mean, I think all the assets were pretty much all signed. Con's name, so it was her TTFN. No, I mean, 
So he's uh, so yeah, he's yeah, literally yeah. just went to his door and says, "This is it." I, I it was what would you, you call it? Like a military coup? <laughs> <laughs> or like Chris Masters going to that fan and pressing suits for his DVDs. <laughs> But at that time, at that time, then when that moment happened, when you did, did you already have the the training facility yet? Aye, aye. That was already aye, the there. The training facility stuff. was already there. That was that was already kind of signed, sealed, kind of delivered. No, I mean, uh, there was it was only really a transfer of name, or I think within hours, within like an hour, there was a a domain boat and a website up. Aye, aye. Which at the time, that's really kind of all you needed to transfer everything. And, aye. Uh, I think all the assets. And then right, or the steel chairs and that, or the steel chairs and the fucking <laughs> <laughs> the cage, the cage, <laughs> aye, the ring apron. But see how SW and Bell Sill, like Rab, you're right, man. It was like every month, four hundred fans, but not only that. Con, who was a booker at the time, like the fucking cards were stacked, weren't they? It was like, say there was maybe eight matches, but there was like ten segments, and all. I remember we would just. It was oh, a, it was a big fucking raw man. Hour, big three and a half hour fucking pay per views. But he did. He had all these big ideas, man. It's at the time when I think about it, look back, man. It was brilliant that he gave us all these chances. He did have cage matches on the show. He did have fucking buried alive things and um. He, he did. Come, he did come, I'll give him his due. He did come out years ago and he said there would be a WWE UK. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. can we talk about this? Can we talk well, about did, NXT? He did, did say that. He was a head. He was a head of the. He was a head of the game, and it was like the fucking Wild West. It was like amazing. But the NXT story is an interesting one. You, you, know, you guys know about this one, and the listeners probably don't know this stuff. So let's get a story told. Hey, hey, hey. Can I just say before he starts, the reason why NXT is alive and well today and making careers because of fucking Adam Shame. <laughs> Honestly, listen to us, John. We hear right, a story, John. Sitting with pre mark jeans on. <laughs> Thinking what could I be? <laughs> right, so um, we're working. I want to branch out SWA. Well, the numbers have been going up. We decided we wanted to do kind of an over 18s kind of product, um, which we were going to call after us. But we also wanted a kind of development kind of product that we wanted, uh, I know it sounds very similar, uh, we wanted the guys that were training in uh, the training centre to have an opportunity to have matches in front of like, a smaller crowd and kind of break them in before they go into the main shows. And I mean, we're, we were all at training on a Sunday and the place was kind of packed with lawyers and um, we're kind of brainstorming and coins like that. Well, I kind of like NWA TNA. He said, so I wouldn't mind it, something like that, kind of SWA, and I turned around and goes, well, what do you want to call it? And he goes, well, it's the next generation. I says, well, what about SWA NXT? And we were like, right, okay. I'm like, that sounds magic. But I kind of took kind of that baby. I took that on. And that was yours, wasn't it? Aye, aye. And we very quickly kind of dropped the SWA bit because it was too... It was too much like NWA TNA mm-hmm. in a way. We had to just shorten it. So we're just running as a Scottish Wrestling Alliance's NXT. And uh, we done like Johnson Town Hall. Um, where else did we do? We done a, 
loads of kind of smaller right. venues, but then the numbers started getting up with that as well. And, and Johnson, at one point, we got 400 for a, a trainee show. Aye. But that's because we were in the Paisley Express, we were out flying, and I mean, we were all flying, we were out, and I think we'd done it every street in Johnson. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were going door to door. It wasn't just then paper shops and chippies. We were chatting all women's doors and going, you like the wrestling? That's the way you do it, man. That's the way you do it. That's the way you do it. So then what happens? Do WWE get a... They come up with an idea, or do they ask for the idea, or...? No, no, no. So they they come up with an idea and they, they press release it, right? So they press release it without putting the three letters into Google. And mm-hmm. uh, I think once they'd press released it, it was very quickly. I mean, there was so many phone calls and everything kind of firing about because uh, we had a copyright on it. We had we had a, a copy that was intellectual kind of copyright mm-hmm. on it, and uh, I think it was the domain. The domain was the biggie because mm-hmm. uh, if you typed in NXT wrestling, it was as you go. Aye, and uh, I think for kind of Vince that was the the biggie. That's what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Wanted that kind of Google search. So how and, much uh, did he pay? Is uh, half a million. <laughs> I mean, conscience. You know, he 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 could broker a good deal, half a million, like not right, a quarter of a million at least for that for their rights. He's got a good holiday with it. Tell us, tell I us. Did, I didn't get a holiday. You did. You were in Houston. What, what are you talking about, Mr. Demo? Did you not go to Houston? No. So right. right hold, on, hold on, hold on. Tell us what happened. Tell us what happened. Tell us what happened. The listeners don't know. Tell us what happened. All right, okay. Well, the rights to NXT, as far as I know, get sold for WrestleMania tickets. (laughs) (laughs) As far as I know. (laughs) I didn't get one. It's just like... No, like, I can totally understand, like... I can honestly, I can totally appreciate the WWE and they're coming to you and they want these initials and stuff like that and they want the copyrights but at the same time you don't want to rip the arse out it right because you're maybe thinking right well there could be some sort of talent exchange there could be NXT aye, 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 15 years ago that, I totally get that there was, there was but... add-ons I mean we, we got John um, uh, John Laurinaitis came here with the, the training centre and stuff and watched uh, our training matches and I mean you've got Johnny Ace was in there aye, now aye, he aye. turned up in a limo that's right, didn't he do that? He did that, didn't Aye. he? He picked like four folk up. I remember that. I wasn't at that. I wasn't at that. I was I was a rock star then. I was in President Prime. I was in the band. Aye. Um, I didn't get anything other than they stole my move and gave it to the Miz. And that's right. That's right. <laughs> Shame over. So it was, it was a great deal for me, yeah? But what, I, but what I wanted to say was like I totally get that you know, right, WrestleMania tickets and all that and, and stuff like that. But I can I'm remember. sure there was made it than that, but there was made it that. Come on, it's just funny the way you say it. But Aye. there is like I, I've I remember being in America. I can't remember exactly who, and they were like, and he was asked like, "Who's the guy that fucking sold these the rights for WrestleMania tickets?" Because he was folk were saying like they could they just kind of went to town with that. Like mega went to town. But again, I totally understand that. You know, let's just fucking play ball, get, take the WrestleMania tickets, and see what happens. You know right. what I mean? So, maybe form a relationship. Which what is, do you think of that, John? Just out of interest as a wrestling fan listening to that. I, I mean, you could have, I think you could have had them. Well, you know about rights and copyrights and that through you radio could have, and you stuff get, like that. You could have got 50k easy 
I think, I think, I think there was a sum of money thing we do. I hope Conzo listens to us sitting here raging. And if he is, no, I want him to come I'm, on the show and well, no clarify it. Aye, because this is all I saw here. So if he wants to come on and confirm it, then he can. And then it's because Con's got a great story as well. Do you know what I mean? But it's just it's a fucking interesting story that NXT was started with a big man there. Aye. You know, I was then, going to ask Triple H when I met him. Oh, was this at IC, when he was at ICW? Aye. Aye, Tell us about that when he turned up. What was that like? Uh, weird. No, I mean, mm. I'd, <laughs> I'd been on a tour, right? And uh, I didn't have a bag. And I'm, I, well, I had my, obviously my case not, but I needed an overnight bag. So I'm out looking about the house, and Ryan's got this uh, WWE bag with John Cena and all that plastered on it. So I was like, oh, that, that'll be me. So I grabs this bag and I'm picking all my gear and all that in it, right? And I kind of forgets and I goes to the the show and we're doing in Cardiff and I've got it sitting on the back of my chair on the school <laughs> and uh, Triple H walks into Gorilla and I'm sitting on this chair with my WWE school bag <laughs> on the back of the seat <laughs> right? you. but do you know you know how cool I try to play it right? Right. they were trying to set off his music and I turned and I went hey do you want to drink a water <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at me and said, What? I says, You want me to get your bottle of water? You might need it for your entrance. And he went, eh, Yeah, please. <laughs> no bother. That's like, oh, nice. There you go, Trips. <laughs> and, that was, and that was the very bottle of water he used when he came out. Aye. Aye. Beautiful. Finished Beautiful. It. Fuck, that's brilliant, man. What, uh, other, what other, other memories can we talk said, about? I was, I was going to bring up NXT, but I thought with my school bag, no, that I shot it. Aye, time and a place, isn't there? But there's, there's, there's hundreds of week and a bits and bobs I want to, like, I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out what, what to ask you, Shamer, but I want Shamer, to do you know. mind? do you mind we all went for a, a steak dinner with Dan the Beast 7? Oh, <laughs> yes, aye, aye, I mean Tell us about that. Well, Dan 7 was there, he'd, he'd, he'd come to the uh, seminar, didn't he? Aye, we went, we went to Snooks and Barheed. We went to Snooks and Barheed with Dan the Beast. It's all right, we can plug it. It's shut now. <laughs> and it was brilliant, and because conscience was day noise talking about how to cook steaks and all that. <laughs> he was talking about how, about how steaks should be cooked and stuff. And I was thinking, I'm, I'm thinking Dan the Beast Sevens probably had loads of steaks. <laughs> and better places a, than a, this place. It was a porterhouse. I think we went in and we were like, ah, it was a quiet night. It was like a Monday night or something. And we walked in and we were like, ah, 12 porterhouses. Oh, aye. It was amazing. Ah, it took about three years to cook the whole packet of the <laughs> And then we were like, it'll be brilliant, because I, I remember I got invited along. I think it was it was a conscience invited as a lang, and it was like, it'll be great, he'll be telling us the stories, no, and that. but he was just a big quiet guy, really, wasn't he? Aye. He was sitting eating his steak. <laughs> his stories. And I was thinking, what can we ask him? You know, you're sitting there all the way through your dinner going, what do I say to Dan the Beast 7? Like, what do I, like, what could I possibly have to fucking say to this guy? But I'm I'm bad for that. I really put my foot in it when I'm looking around about these kind of people. I mean, um, we were on a, a road trip. We went down south and it was me and Peter. And um, we were on a show that Raven was on. And of course, Peter went, Peter, aye, I'll drive you to Morecambe. It's on the way back up, going up to Scotland. I'm like, fucking Morecambe's nowhere. I fucking need it. <laughs> So I'm like, I know, bother. So we drive up in Morecambe, and he's uh, Ravens like, ah, hey, can we stop at McDonald's? Can we have a McDonald's? Right? Yeah. And then I'm like, ah, okay, right. He okay. done the exact same to me, by the way. I, but I'm I'm sitting in the back of the motor, right? So we goes through, and uh, Ravens like, he's giving me his order, and then he goes, eh, can I have an apple pie? Yeah, give me an apple pie. 
So the game like this apple pie, and I swear, he fucking kicks off, man. He's like, you motherfuckers, this apple pie is stone cold. This is shocking. It's disgusting. No, no, no. And I'm and he's running. You motherfuckers, I will never have another apple pie from McDonald's in my life. And of course, then I bust out with quote the Raven, never more. <laughs> It <laughs> <laughs> was fucking Beelin, man. He's a wasp man. Raging, but that's what I, I just put my foot in that, can't he? Was that around about the same time? Remember, he's got he's got the hang with tells the the flare. That's not conscious. That's not conscious. But that oh. was amazing. When it used were bodyguarding fucking Rick Flair for the week, weren't you? Oh, aye, that's aye. right. Aye, 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 that? That was off, well. And Peter had phoned and asked me, I think he was doing one PW, and they're like, listen, they don't just want any kind of security firm to look after them. They want a couple of the boys to look after them. So I'm like, all right, okay, we'll, we'll do it. Um, so, but I'm like, right, okay, I need to act pure professional. You know what I mean? And we'll pick them up from the airport, and we're, we're sitting in the motor, and every cunt's kind of driving past us in the motorway, and hanging out their motors going, woo! <laughs> <laughs> right, and I'm, Still trying to like, can I no sell it as if you, you don't know who he is? And then he turns around and he goes, Hey, so did any of you boys watch WrestleMania? I'm like, All right, okay, so here we go. Oh, I but then I ended up getting steaming with him. I've I, I made a gun to it. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked it. Well, it's Rick Flair, right? So he's obviously looking for somebody to be drinking with him. So I'm yeah. obviously in the same hotel and uh. We we drop him off and he's like, so what what time will I get you at the bar? And I'm like, what? Eh, give thirty minutes to throw my bag in. I went around the, we go to the bar right away. And it's scotch, scotch, scotch. Fuck. I'm like, oh, what the fuck's a scotch man? Right, and then, <laughs> but at the fucking at the venue they're having a wedding. You know what I mean? So then the guy clocks at Ric Flair's at the venue that he's having his wedding. So him and all his mates are all around having like, for selfies <laughs> wow. and that and pictures with Ric Flair. So Ric Flair must have ended up in 80% of the boys' wedding photos. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a pure pop. Honestly, it's, it's amazing. But if you have the woman, you'd be raging. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that probably lasted longer than any of Rick's. <laughs> <laughs> but then... And then Oh, then now I were making arse and we're getting steaming and um, then all of a sudden I turn at the bar and I get two drinks up and I turn around and the next minute I'm like what the fuck was that? Chop He chopped you? Chopped me <laughs> and I was like that pure like that do it again so then he chops me right but I'm bubbling right so the next time he does it <laughs> I bump in the bar <laughs> right so I start bumping and feeding, right? And he starts fucking just chopping me again. Next minute he's wooing, and then he's, he's, he's strutting. <laughs> so, honestly, so the next morning, I'm my head's absolutely bouncing. I'm going down to breakfast, and Peter's just raging with me. He's just like, <laughs> Peter's gone, by the way. Who are we talking uh, about? Yeah, he's just, he's just like, uh, what the fuck are you all about? Brilliant. What a story about man, fuck me. That's class. See, I, so you know what? I, I need to thank Shamer but right for obviously I've known him for years and years and years. One of my best mates, right? But the story, like my first match as Grado was against Adam Shane because I wanted to 
I wanted to wrestle. I came in for the first one was in Cowan and another Drossing. And I wanted to be on this show and me and him done videos together and stuff like that. And it was brilliant. But the match that we ended up having, I think, in the, in the Civic Centre, man, where the, and we just that, fucking... the one we, we, we went to be an Emma for it? <laughs> I mean, literally, well, look, we guys in B&M try to find weapons for a street fight, weren't we? <laughs> Picking up, honestly, it was like the scene for the wrestler. We're picking up bacon trays and trying it out in B&M before we bought it. <laughs> then we, we couldn't get a table, so we bought in. An iron board. <laughs> <laughs> but the best, the best thing about... iron boards we were ahead of time, mate. <laughs> That's right. But I'll always remember you scud me during the match, early heat with a steel chair. And uh, what was it you said to me, man? I always stick so to it, it. It bust you open, Aye. right? I shot myself. So I'd never had blood oh before in wrestling. So I don't know. It must. <laughs> it sounds like the most old pro line ever. You know what I mean? So I go away and I pick him up and I go, "You bust open, kid. Enjoy it." Right? <laughs> 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 then I start potato in the back of the cup. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. And my mom's fucking sitting ringside, absolutely fucking raging, man. <laughs> is that is that the one where we did every WrestleMania finish? Aye, <laughs> we did, we done, and I think we done the "I'm sorry, I love you" as well. Aye, we done all that. We done, we ripped off every one of them. How often? How often have you wrestled each other? Quite a lot, but we we first it was tag matches at first, wasn't it? Because you were tag matches at first, but I think our better stuff has been one to one, not even because the, the comedy we've had in it as well. Aye, aye, absolutely. We've even tagged. Man. Have you told what about the tags? What was the, what was that? What was that again? Mind the guy, mind we wrestled two zombies. Oh my god, was that the match with <laughs> Michelle Form with the palm got a pit suit during the match? Are you fainted. <laughs> Mate, you this, that was how you forgot this? Two zombies, right. Michelle Thorne, you fainted and you forgot it, Grado. Mate, there was a spot at the end of the match where, what was the finish? The finish was meant to be Michelle Thorne. Do you know who Michelle Thorne is? Aye. Paul Natchez. She was on X Factor. You'll know who she is. And the deal was, because <laughs> she was gone with one of the boys, and the deal was at the end, I think she was going to get a stun up the top of the apron, get her tits out, and I was meant to oh, faint and fall back, fall back and get rolled up. And and we were Hang thinking, aye, but we were thinking, right, it was an over 18 show, right? And I'm going, that'll get some pop when she gets her tits out, right? Because <laughs> you know that way, she stood up in the ring apron, right? And the crowd, Way and she got her tits out. And instead of a pop, it was just complete silence. <laughs> <laughs> all these men just went, What the fuck? As if, like, you imagine all these wrestling fans, some of them might not have seen a pair of tits before in their life. You've got to fucking think about these things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was just. It, the whole place just went, you can have heard that pin drop and she's standing going, yeah, we ain't got that, yeah. We ain't got that. Then you, you do the, you do the, oh. <laughs> you never look. I remember that silence because I was just imagining, I bet there was fans in the crowd that were just thinking, ah, you're you know, imagining like kind of ECW, you're imagining an ECW type response to that instead. Aye, like a fucking, you know the way they always kind of tease the, t- the tits, but we never ever ever got them. Aye. And so they're all like, oh, she's going to get fucking hit. But she actually got them out and everybody Aye. just fucking stopped. Aye, it was kind of the Walking Dead television. Aye. You know, merged. Aye, you fucking crazy. Mental. But that's just this. Oh, there's a fucking million. There's a million, a million stories we could we could go through. There's there's too much to cover for one interview. Mm. You're going to have to come back on to talk about because there's there's so much to talk about. Why talk about big 
Peter's barbecues he used to have in his garden mind, his parties and stuff like that, and fucking... All that. We need to talk about... Fucking or in war. Or in war and all that. Aye. So you only have to come back home to talk about that kind of stuff. But mm. aye, Shamer's just been... The, I remember one thing I'll say is when I went to SWA, like, you were the most welcoming guy, without a doubt. Shamer, like, the kind of just the sweetest. And I remember when I first came in, I was like, man, that guy, the fucking Paisley Wrecking Machine and your whole gimmick and stuff like that, I thought he looks like a badging. He looks like mm-hmm. a badging, this guy. But you were, like, just the sweetest guy. Still are the sweetest guy. Um, so, it's because you were normal. I was yeah. and you were normal. Because you go to you go to sell wrestling training, uh, you know, it attracted fucking some eye opening types of people, didn't it? But aye, but it's also it, it's it's a lesson about wrestling as well. Sometimes it's like the guy you see that looks like the guys you see that look like a proper hard man. You know what I mean? End up being total sweethearts. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that was like because because it was a thing I only found out later with Johnny Moss the first time I've said this before to Grado the first time I saw Johnny Moss I thought to myself fuck man that guy looks like a fucking real hard right. fucking dude but then you know what I mean later getting to know him realising he was a total sweetheart and it's the same thing with you shame on that I mean but um, no, I think that's, never, I think that's why know. you've been about for so long as well like because the boys like you you know what I mean you, you never know you've got to treat people with, with respect because the people you meet that are on their way up you know what I mean you'll meet them on the way back down as well you know what I mean I just, uh, I like, I'm a constant and I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. No, and I think as long as there's... hanging the boots up, so... As long as there's a Scottish wrestling scene here, I'm sure you're going to be right there in the thicket, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So... Ah, aye. Well, um, we've not got Dave Kidney anywhere, so I want that. Fuck's sake. Dave Kidney, who sadly passed earlier in the year at fucking 90 year old. Um... Well, listen, will you come back on, Adam? We'll arrange another one to talk about because it'd be good to talk about specifically the the Kelvin Brawl or in Warrior. It'd be good to do a show about that stuff. It would be, be good. Aye. Well, right. it's, good, it's, it's good for Team Florence to be kind of back. Exactly. Exactly. Correct. It's nice to be Feel back together. Was. Is that video still up with Team Florence, man, or did that get done with Todd Copyrights? No, I guess still up. Aye. So we, no, need to take up. we should get We Toll on for a chat as well. Aye. Aye. Is it, find that song, that's the one that Mark Coffey was in Japan and they never heard the uh, Bloodlines. And he, and he thought uh, it was Rabs. Aye, when he came back, he'd only seen a version and he heard it on the radio and everything and he thought we'd got the charts. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, oh, man. Right. Well, listen, thanks so much, Adam. We'll, we'll be in touch, right, to, to do that um, and get that going, hopefully. And you have a good Christmas, man. Aye, mate, all the best, man. Yeah. Well, the was asking for them, mate. Aye, give well, a, a wee shout, right? Right, yeah, you, big man. See you later on, right? See you later, big man. Right, bye, mate. Thanks a lot. You just made the list! Now, every week you run down a chart of something wrestling-related on our list of wrestling daft. You can vote for what you want us to talk about at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft if you become a patron, which you should do. Eh... On the run-up to the end of the year, we want to know some of your best bits of 2020, right? So we put best pay-per-views of the year up against best women wrestlers of the year. And with 62% of the vote, it was the women that won it. So I'm going to do my top three here, first of all. Very easy for me today. Uh, my number three is... You all know I was a big NWA fan, NWA Power fan. A big fan of Thunder Rosa who did all stuff in NWA Power towards the start of the year, but has transitioned quite well to AEW and is doing her stuff in there. I'm a big fan. 
Uh, I'll move on to my number two now. My number two is definitely Bailey. I think I've spoken about this before, about how brilliant I think Bailey's been as a heel. Very, very effective uh, as a heel. Uh, I've loved the way she has... I didn't think she would be able to pull off because she was such a big white meat baby face and she managed to do that false switch to a heel that you really, really hated. And I think her, her work... Uh, with Sasha has been brilliant this year as well. Uh, she's really sold that whole story well and has had so many great matches, so many great standout matches, Bailey, this year. I think she has been second to none. And my number one, of course, has to be from NXT UK, <laughs> Isla Dawn is my number one. Ah. No, a lot of you out there might be thinking I'm just saying this because it's my niece, so I'm biased. But I genuinely think she is the most powerful uh, and most dynamic woman wrestler on the entire WWE roster at the minute. And I'm sure we're going to see great things to come from her. Uh, she's really good. I heard her uncle is very good on the mic. <laughs> so that is, that's my top three. Grado, did you want to give any honorary mentions here? Well, I'm just going to give you honorary mention to Jazz, who wrestled this week. Jazz was probably one of the first women wrestlers that you watched Back in the, the late 90s, early 2000s, you went, she can go, man. Because remember, at that point, we'd been shoved quite a lot of the Divas stuff to brand panties, and you switched to ECW, and you seen Jazz, and you went, she is one tough son of a gun, or daughter of a gun, you know what I mean? Aye. She's uh, she's shit hot. She's I thought she'd retired, um, but I want to give a shout-out to her, who's made the switch to the Impact Zone. Beautiful. But all the women have done brilliant this year. You love the Impact that's Zone, pure, didn't you? That's patronising, isn't it? All the women have done great. Some of the women have done shite. These have done well. I have to say some of the women have done shite this year. What I will say, though, is this top three, every every year that passes now, I say to myself, every year that passes, I go, well, here's the top three, but we've got some people missing this year. We've had Charlotte missing for a fair while, right? Mm -hmm. No. We've obviously got uh, the man has been away Having a baby. Paige. Um, In terms I, of, you know what I mean? Yep, yep. Paige is, well, Paige has been away for ages, though, hasn't she? I mean, the thing is, it's a harder choice every single year because it used to be bad, it's better. quite obvious. But, I mean, you, you've left out your list there, Rab, when you draw. Oscar's not on your, in your list. Io Shirai's not there. Rhea mm -hmm. Ripley, Shida. Um, and I, know I, don't Rhea, I don't think Rhea Ripley's had the best year. I think she's been, mm. uh, I think she's been unfairly handled in there. Rhea Ripley is... Rhea Ripley should be right up the fucking top of the curve as, as far as the woman goes. You know what I mean? Tell you who I love watching now. This list, list, this list is about 2020. It's not about who are the best women oh, wrestlers true. out there. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of about who's had the best 2020. And I just kind of feel that Rhea Ripley's kind of fell away a wee bit this year. I kind of feel how she's well, been handled. What about Nia Jax? She's not like her. I think she's all right. You're a big fan of Nia Jax, isn't you? I, I love seeing her stuff in folk. I love wrestling like that. It doesn't matter to me. You know what I mean? I love it. <laughs> As the years go by, though, like I said, I always think to myself, all these women should be glad Ronda Rousey's not there because she was absolutely fucking standout when she was in. She was standout. And 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 the game misses her. She was only there for a year. It's, it's no enough. Let, let's see what the punter said. John wants to give a shout-out to Bailey, Sasha Banks. Eh, Sasha Banks. <laughs> <laughs> John, Bailey, Sasha Banks, Shotzi Blackheart, Scott has got Sasha as well. We've got Bailey there as well. Um, 
Andy has got Zelina Vega for no gain a fuck about WWE's stupid third party platform ban. That's no reason to give somebody a thing, mate, but she actually, Zelina Vega had a good year. Right. Um, Nicety Wrestler says Asuka was one of the highlights of WWE for the first half of the year. I'm going to argue with that as well. I went half Asuka this year because they had her doing all that daft fucking dancing about stuff. Mm, I know what you mean. They had her doing all that daft fucking dancing about Kerry Owen. I was like, what the fuck are they doing with her, man? What are they doing with her? Um, Keith Bailey totally reinvented a character that was gone so stale. Uh, Bailey's the winner here. Paul says Bailey and Thunder Rosa. Good shout out for Thunder Rosa there. Scott again, Bailey, Sasha. Um, almost everybody mentioning Bailey. Uh, Daniel says, finally, Woman of the Year, Bailey. To be honest, she's done so much that she could be close to Wrestler of the Year. She managed to carry both Raw and SmackDown during the no crowd period. Fair shout to Sasha too for being there the whole way. So big. So it looks like Bailey is the is the clear winner here, apart from Isla Dawn, of course. Do you know what? It doesn't even seem like yesterday. Well, it does seem like yesterday. I remember. I went to the performance center with uh, Finn Balor one day, and Charlotte and Bailey were going to their spots, and they hadn't even debuted yet. And they were asking about ICW and the crowds, and I think how far they've came, man. Ever since I kind of gave them a week kind of pep talk in the gym, in the <laughs> performance center, man, I was just kind of telling them what they're doing, telling them about the, telling them about hard cams and that. They've been fucking, they've done all right. Gredo, you are going. To, you and you and Finlay, by the way, are going to be the ones that get. Called out by the woman at some point for what you've, how you've devoted yourself uh, to the business, a gradle, man. to the woman's uh, wrestling business. Woo! Uh, listen, Christmas isn't far away, so why not buy the loved one in your life a wrestling daft t-shirt? Not only that, you can get them a hoodie, phone cover, trucker cap, or one of a range of Grado inspired bum bags at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. On there, you'll find all our classic designs. Alexa, who is getting Steve Lee? I'm a Mark. Crud, chips, cheese, and donami, and amarishlatte, and you can even get yourself a face mask to get yourself through the final months of the pandemic. So check out our range at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft now, and make sure it's fucking forward slashes and they backslashes, or you will be getting your backslashed with a Stanley knife. Check out the links on our Facebook page or Twitter at wrestling daft. <laughs> Imagine you were a wrestler on your way to the show and you wanted to pop a voice. What's the one story you could tell that would get the grizzled veteran to laugh and say, you're all right, kid, you know what I mean? Get you taken under their wing. Well, me and Grado are jumping in the motor now and we're going to tell your stories. So let's uh, let's get this motor started. Hell, I show that one, wasn't it, mate? Aye, man, I'm bust. Good crowd, but Good crowd, good crowd. You the pop I got? Aye, man, that was, that was a good mass. You're blown up a bit out there, though. Listen, you want to go and grab something to eat? Damn tootin' I want to grab something to eat. What do you fancy eating, my man? Uh, usually, well, I'll go for chips, cheese and donut meat with garlic sauce and oh. a can of dying iron brew. Well, it's a good wee takeaway, I know. It's about ten minutes away from here. Hold on, let me just take a turn here. It's about ten minutes away from here, mate. Oh, okay, I need to tell you a wee story while we're on the, on the way here, right? right cool. I knew this guy back in the day. It's this boy called... He's a, he was a worker in, um, a worker in one of the... One of the territories doing south, I can't remember exactly where. He was a tag, I think he was a tag champ. Some, he was a tag champ for a worked a few matches with him. His name was Billy Gaddy. Um, and he he told me this story once. We were at that show, right? And he says to me that one time, right, when he was a wee guy, he was in primary five, right? Him and his pal, he says, we're going to go into a school talent show, right? Not well, a kind of right. fucking talent show type thing. Hold on. They <laughs> take us we left here. Hold on. Uh, a talent show uh, and they were doing a duet and they were going to sing so you know the band Take That Take That mate aye. A, a band for Britain you know that they were going to sing a song by Take That called The Flood they were going to sing you know what I mean right. so prep, they were prepping that you know what I mean proper light proper what not you know what I mean um, anyway 
he goes in already, you know what I mean, for a big, this is his fucking WrestleMania, you know what I mean? Aye. Minutes. So he goes in, but his pal never turned up to school that day, right? Fuck. Aye. On the day he's meant to do the hang me, right? So, I mean, I'm sitting in the fucking, I'm sitting in the dressing room, right, after, after my match, and he's telling us a story, and you can see that it fucking means a lot to the boy, right? He sees fucking scalp there. He goes, eh, my mate was supposed to come in, he was supposed to bring a CD. So, eh, he says, go and hold me that lighter. Cheers. Eh, hold on. Hey, Sorry. Well, what are you smoking here, aye? Aye, man, fucking just crack a window a wee bit and just go. Uh, so, uh, his pal never turned up anyway, right? He was supposed to bring a CD now. Uh, so, Billy was like, I didn't know the whole song, he says, right? Because we're going to sing it in parts. He just had his part that he'd memorised, you know what I mean? Aye, verse one goes to you, verse two, we'll both come into aye. the chorus. So, he's standing there, he's standing there on the stage, right in front of all the teachers at this fucking talent show, right? We primary five boy, man. He's like, well, I need to fucking sing something, right? And it was only one song he knew the fucking words to have by heart, right? So he's standing there in front of all the teachers. He had no music or nothing, and he just goes like this. I hear voices in my head. They talk to me. They understand. They talk to me. They bite and crack or nothing. The fucking teacher's sitting there, looking. He sees the fucking teacher's faces were absolutely fucking traumatised. He's like, talk to me! And then screaming, talk to me! <laughs> fucking echoing around the school hall, mate. <laughs> Never won a talent competition, obviously, you know what I mean? The, te the teachers had to keep asking him if he was alright because they thought he'd fucking wrote it. <laughs> they thought he'd wrote the song, man. Anyway, here's this wee place, mate. You'll get a crack and kebab out of your money. Say, man, that was good. <laughs> All well. Aye, aye. Wait, I'll get it for you. <laughs> That's it for this week's show. Please rate, review and subscribe on Apple or get us in wherever you get your podcasts. We go twice a week now, so you can catch us on a Friday and the March podcast on a Tuesday. Now, a listener of the week, listen, I think it's got to be, it's got to be the boy that had a Colt a Cabana Fritter, right, surely? Aye. That's Colt, the one, isn't it? Colt Banana Fritter, Colt Cabana Fritter. Colt, Colt Banana Nana Fritter. Aye. That was Chris. Chris, you yes. are our listener of the week. Listen, thanks very much, everybody, for tuning in. We will continue. I hope you enjoyed the road story. We'll be continuing to make wee changes to the show as we go along. I hope you enjoyed our wee catch up with Shamer there. We'll talk to him again. He's always full of amazing stories. And remember to get one of Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft to check out the video version of this. You can see our figures and all that kind of stuff. Kyle Customs, remember, we're K. And why no buy yourself a t shirt at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. Grado, a pleasure as ever. Up Absolutely. I shall sell! Up the road, brother. Up the road. road. Audio Frontier. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs>